Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games FM, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now, welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skipstad. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad saying I uh, hope you had a wonderful weekend. We're going to be starting the new work week here, but hopefully uh, we've got some good stuff that's going to be hitting the table and good conversation that's going to be happening. So there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming at you today. We're going to start ta- by talking about what we played over the weekend, and then hopefully uh, we can get into a little bit about what you might be playing over spring break. As most of you know, whether you're in school or not, spring break is either this week, next week, or the week after Easter. So there's a lot of time for gaming coming up, and we want to hear all about that. So let's talk about what we played over the weekend and what we're going to be playing over spring break, and uh, more to come later. All right, welcome back. This is AJ Skistad. We're going to start off by talking about what we played this weekend. And uh, I'll start off by saying Wednesday... Uh, which is not the weekend at all. I mentioned this in in the What Will You Play Friday uh, episode. Uh, We played Puerto Rico. It was awesome. If you have not played Puerto Rico and you're in the hobby, please, please, please go out and get this game or at least try it out. I think that even though it's not very pretty to look at, uh, it still is far better than some of the Euros, resource management, um area, con- not area control, area development games that are out there. It will still hit my table 10 times more often than some of the newer Euros that are out there because it is really just, I believe, that good. Um, so check out Puerto Rico. That's not what I played over the weekend. <laughs> so let's talk about that. I said last week uh, I wanted to play Sagrada, uh, Thunderstone Quest, and Sentry Spice Road. So let me talk- take a minute to talk about those. Okay, and that's that on those games. I did not get them to the table. Uh, I am very uh, upset that I didn't get them to the table, but I did get something to the table, which is better than nothing. Um, Last year, maybe a year and a half ago, I began to uh, lay out some plans for a Crokinole board to see if I could make one myself. I had never even played the game, but I had heard such a buzz about it that it was such a great dexterity game that I thought, I want one of these for myself, and they're too expensive to buy. I don't have $150 to drop on a Crokinole board. I have maybe 60 bucks that I can spend on materials, and I've got the right tools that I, that I need to make one. So, needless to say, I went ahead and I made a Crokinole board. Then me and my brother-in-law went ahead and made three more. One for him, one for his father, and one for my father-in-law. This weekend, I went to my father-in-law's house, and... Uh, every time we go over there, we bust out his Crokinole board and we play it. We have so much fun playing that game. It's a great dexterity game. And like I said, every time I go over, we play it. And it's just, it's so much fun. Whether you sit down and you play it for the first time or you played it a hundred times, I've not, lo- it's not lost any steam for me. And I don't think it does for too many other people. It's just a really fun game and it plays pretty quick too. The rules, uh, there's variations on the rules and how you score it so that you can make games shorter or longer depending on what you want. So I did get Crokinole to the table and I was super excited about that. That was the only thing I got to the table this weekend. We definitely want to hear what you got to the table this weekend. 
So on another note, we wanted to talk about spring break. We know that that for some of you that may be this week, and for a lot of people it's the week before Easter, um, they found a way to kind of take Good Friday out of the mix because usually schools get off Good Friday. But if you if you plan your spring break on a good for over Good Friday, then you don't have to give people Good Friday off because you just plan it with your spring break. And then there's other schools that will still go ahead and put spring break after Easter. My school does. Hip hip hooray! I'm so excited about that because I still get Friday off, so an extra long weekend plus spring break after that. So. Um, We've got spring break coming up, and that could mean many things as far as gaming goes. It could mean that you are going to play a ton of games. It could mean that maybe you're going to have one day dedicated to games where you just like play through a campaign, or, or maybe you just play through a bunch of different games, or maybe you're going to spread them out all week long. But uh, we want to hear definitely what you guys will be playing if you guys have something lined up for your spring break, whether you're in school or not, or you have kids that are in school, you know, Generally and typically, people there are a lot of people who have off work during this time, or at least who have planned to take off work during this time. So for me, I don't have anything planned yet. I know what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a lot of different games hitting the table. I'd like to see some new stuff hit the table. I know that Jeremiah and Scott both have some awesome reviews that need to hit the table. I'd love to sit down and play some of those review copies and get some new stuff on the table. But, you know, I'm, I'm willing to play just about anything because I love games. And so hopefully I'll see some stuff from my collection. Hopefully I'll see some stuff from Jeremiah's collection. Spring break is coming. What did you guys play over the weekend? What are you playing over spring break? Go ahead and use that call-in feature, and uh, we'll, we'll hear from you later. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Going to talk about what I played this weekend. Did not get Gloomhaven played, did not get the expansion for Seven Wonders played, but what I did get played was a little bit of Eldritch Horror. Uh, my son and I, my youngest, we played two turns of it, and it was pretty cool. There's lots going on. One of the things, you're trying to run around the board and get things done, so I'm not sure how that's gonna work with only two people. The game does scale, so there are fewer things out on the board, but I just wonder how we're gonna be able to get across the board and take care of things. But again, that's something I'll be able to discover as we continue playing. But one of the cool things is you can get all these conditions, and so uh, I can get blessed. And so that gives me this cool thing on the front, and then on the back of that, certain things will trigger to flip the card over. And all of these different conditions, they'll have different uh, things that happen on the back side. So my blessed on the back side might be different than yours. So you're never quite sure what's going to happen. And there, you can uh, go into debt to buy some assets. And those debts will give you different things on the back side that will happen to you if you don't pay them off in time. And so that's one of the cool things that I've really enjoyed about this is that they've inserted small ways to... Um, add some creativity and replayability to this because not every debt looks exactly the same. So, so far, Eldritch Horror is pretty stinking cool. The other thing we played was Star Wars Destiny. I had zero desire to get this game because it is a collectible game where you're buying dice 
to go with cards, kind of like Dice Masters, I suppose, in a Star Wars universe, and didn't need another collectible game, still don't, but um, Target actually had these on clearance for half price, $15, for the starter sets this weekend. So I grabbed one and thought I would give it a try for 15 bucks. That seemed like a pretty good deal. And so my son and I just tried it out, and it was really fun. And that's not what I wanted to hear because uh, collectible, but it's really cool. You have these dice and they work with the cards in your hand and really it's about timing. That's one of the things I like about it is you're trying to time. If I roll these dice, it will give me something to do, but not until next turn. And so I roll my dice and now they're available for me to use, but someone else might be able to do something with one of their cards that'll get rid of that die before I can even spend it. And so it's all about timing and he's out of resources. So maybe he can't pay for a card to do something. And you're just trying to defeat the other person's characters. And it seems like it's a really cool system with a lot of room for variation and creativity and cleverness. And so with just a starter set, we're already having tons of fun with this thing. So I'm a little terrified of that, but we'll see what happens and I wouldn't be surprised if we picked up a couple of boosters which gives you some cards and one die in each booster pack and so we'll see what happens with that but both games Eldritch Horror and Star Wars Destiny were big thumbs up from us this weekend so have a great one we'll talk to you later this week bye hey everyone Jeremiah here wanted to weigh in with what I got played this weekend and Surprisingly enough, uh, I think I played more than both Scott and AJ. Uh, we had a, a board game night with some friends of ours who we used to go camping. I think I mentioned this in a uh, maybe in a segment before. Maybe it was a different episode or a different podcast altogether. I don't remember. It's been too much going on. But uh, what we did is we had some friends over who used to go camping with us. And uh, we had a little game night. Kids were here. They were playing video games. And the adults uh, had domain over the board game table. So we actually got four games on the table. We played a game of Ethnos. And I lost by one point to my wife. It was a very, very close game. And everybody really enjoyed it. Even uh, some of those who are more casual players. I've got some thoughts on that. Maybe I'll do another segment about casual players and the severity and levels of casualness <laughs> that they bring to the table. Um, and then we played World Championship Russian Roulette, which is a great, it's one of my favorite easy bluffing games it's so much fun it's we laughed so much during that game it was really really good and then we played a few different games uh, about three or four games of uh where words which was actually the first time i played it adults only uh, a lot of times mo every time since before uh that night i had played only with my kids and some adults, you know, kind of a mixed crowd. So it was uh, definitely a different feel to the game, but still lots of fun. 
and uh, we were able to use some of the more difficult words too, which added a, a degree of difficulty to it that made it just a, another type of experience. But again, always a fun experience playing where words. And then we closed out the night with a game of Wordsy, which now I've read the rules to Wordsy, I've seen it played, I've demoed it, but I actually that was the first time I sat down and played a full game, and uh, there were five of us playing at that point in the night. And man, that is such a fun game. I'm probably going to do a first impression review here on Board Games FM. Probably going to save that for tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow if you want to hear more thoughts on Wordsy here on Board Games FM. But uh, that is what I played this weekend. It was great. We had a lot of fun. Um, just a, a really fun game night. So let us know. Use that voice message feature here on Anchor. Let us know what you were playing this weekend and let's talk about it. All right. We'll be back with more here on Board Games FM. As always, we're powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games FM is powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyOfGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.